It was the biggest match of my life. With the training and toughness provided by everyone in Avella and some God-given talent and size, I became a dominant force in two sports. Our football team went deep into the playoffs as I created havoc on the interior lines, earning a spot in the exclusive Big 33 All-Star game against a team from Texas coached by NFL legend Bobby Lane. Other awards and accolades soon arrived, along with a steady stream of scholarship offers in my mailbox. A.J. even eased up on me a bit, bursting with pride at everything his rebellious little bastard was accomplishing on the field. Wrestling season followed football, and I was a maniac on the mat. In my mind, wrestling was in many ways a mental sport, so I fought for a psychological edge as well as a physical one. Matches were often won and lost in the first few seconds, so I usually started mine shaking hands soft and mushy like a wuss, then smacking my opponent's head, locking him up, and driving his ass off the mat, a move that provided dividends far beyond what might get recorded on the scoreboard. Many times the match was over right then. The opponent would get unsettled or intimidated or both, and the spirit would get sucked straight out of him. As a junior, no one scored a point on me until the regional finals, and I finished as a state runner-up in the unlimited weight class, the precursor to the heavyweight division. I was on a similar steamrolling path as a senior, going unbeaten en route to the Western Pennsylvania Championship for my second straight year, and storming into the state championships. Back then, there were no divisions based on the size of your school. Kids from all over Pennsylvania were thrown together in tournament brackets and settled things mano a mano on the mats. It was 1967. My peewee football coach Ab Rush and about a hundred other people from Avella were in the audience when I stepped out onto the mat for the state final my senior year. The meet was held in State College on Penn State's campus. I had lost in the same place a year earlier and was hoping like hell to avenge that defeat. I wanted to take home a title for my school and all those hard-working people screaming their support in the stands. No one from my school had ever won a state championship before. It was mine that year. Everything in my life had prepared me for that match. I had to win it. I thought it was my destiny. My opponent was Dave Joyner, a talented and well-known rival who would eventually become an athletic director at Penn State. Joyner and I wrestled at a camp the previous summer, and I got the best of him that time. He told me he'd see me again at States. I wasn't even sure that he'd make it that far. But he did, going deep into the tournament until my name was next to his in the bracket. It was the state final, the biggest match of my entire life. My eyes glared at Joyner across the mat, and somewhere outside my gaze, luck must have snuck over to his side. Early in the match, we were grappling for position and tumbled off the mat. My right hand landed awkwardly. Something popped, and just like that, two metacarpals were broken. What? No, God, please, no, please don't let this happen. The match was momentarily stopped. A doctor was called over, and I heard the bad news. You probably shouldn't wrestle. You might still be in shock from the break, but you can't hurt the hand any further. My coach looked at me. Can you continue? I'm just asking, and I don't think you should. No one expects you to. I don't know if I would, but it's your call. I was wrestling. There was no way I could quit now, even if I was handicapped with one good hand in a sport that required two. Life had landed a punch, but I damn sure knew how to take it. I fought like hell for the rest of the match and went into overtime with a 1-1 tie. Minutes melted away. 
With about seven seconds remaining in the extra period, I grabbed his singlet, and Joyner received a penalty point for the infraction. It was a controversial call, but perhaps the right one. And the result was final. I lost, two to one. Inside that arena, in front of all those people from my hometown, Joyner's arm was raised up. Mine stayed at my sides. It was the most devastating defeat of my life, a heartbreaking setback that filled me with nightmares and tears and kept me from sleeping for several weeks, maybe months afterward. No one expects to lose when you get that close, and certainly not the way I did. Almost fifty years have passed, and I've never once watched the film A.J. recorded to that match.